There we go. Well, you know, it seems like the question that everyone's asking today as we come. Sunday school. Yeah, if you want to go to Sunday school, you can go to Sunday school. (laughs) Seems like the question that everyone's asking today is, uh, so, so what's it like at your house with your wife being gone for three days? You know, it's, I don't know if that's a good question or a bad question. Do we live in a world that, that dads are so inept that they can't take care of their kids for three days? Or, you know what I mean? Isn't that kind of weird? I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think about it. I want my wife to be able to leave for three or four days, and when she comes back, I want her to know that she's loved and missed, but she can leave. So now, I'm wondering if I need to go home and make a big mess throw everything on the ground, throw clothes on the ground, so when she comes home, she feels, she feels that? Or if I just kind of leave it the way it is, which is pretty clean. I think I have about 20 minutes of cleaning time, and, and we're going to be good. So, and what I mean by 20 minutes, I mean if, if all of you guys come to my house and help me clean, <laughs> we can have it all done in 20 minutes. Teamwork. Teamwork. Uh, <clears throat> you know, Today, we're going to start going through the book of Galatians. We're going, to, we're, we're going to preach through all of Galatians over like the next 12 to 13 weeks. Pastor Paul and I, we're just going to, boom, we're not going to miss any verses. We're going to do our best to go through it. We're going to overlap a little bit. Uh, Galatians is a great book when you want to learn about who Jesus Christ truly is. And, and, and here's what I mean by that. If you want to go to a church, and, and I've been to them, um, I've been a part of churches that don't preach the gospel. They preach a false gospel. Uh, And what I mean by that is Jesus plus something else equals salvation or something like that. And, And when we read the book of Galatians, you are going to get a message that is Jesus and only Jesus. Yeah, Pastor Paul and I were talking, and it's another way of saying it's just Jesus. And not just as in like, ah, just Jesus. It's just Jesus. That's it. Just Jesus. And hopefully as we go through this, we, we, we get there. And, and I really like how Paul starts this. Um, if you guys want, you guys can read along with us. We're not there yet, but if you want to take the Bible in front of you, it's on page 972. Um, I'm going to read it to you also, but, but before we do that, I thought what we'd do is, is I have a question for you, and I want to know something. I want to know, how do you see yourself? Like, if you were to be completely honest, there's two ways that we could do this. One is, if, if we were to be completely honest, and I said, I want you to take out a sheet of paper, and I want you to, for 30 seconds, write down who you are, what would you write down? Or, if we were going to do it another way, we do it this way, and this is the way that makes us look a little bit better. Imagine you're at a speed dating event, right? And you have one minute to tell the person across from you who you are. What do you say to them? You know, and then think about this, like, well, I can't tell them all the good things. They're going to think I'm arrogant. But I'm definitely not going to tell them the bad things, because then they're going to be like, well, you deserve to be here, because that's why you're single, because of that. So, you know, so I want you to think about this. Who are you? Who are you? I'm a person. 
Or what do you think your friends would say? Brandon Pangman is, and this is who he is. Obviously, you know, we're not going to do this right now. I mean, because it would be chaotic if we were to all have a one-minute speed dating round where we go around and tell everybody who we are for one minute. But I want us to start off by looking at this text and, and, and seeing who Paul says he is and how he identifies himself. So if you want, we're going to pray, but you can look on page 972, like I said, or you can listen to me as I read to you guys. Um, but let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, would you just use your word to uh, teach us and mold us and guide us? May you speak to our hearts, minds, and souls as we dig into your word to see who we are in you, Lord Jesus. In your name we pray, amen. Galatians chapter 1, verses 1 through 5. Paul, an apostle, sent not from men, nor by man, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead and all the brothers and sisters with me. To the church in Galatia, grace and peace to you from God our Father and Lord Jesus Christ who gave himself for our sins to rescue us from this present evil age according to the will of God and our Father to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Now, you might have, I, I think I was reading from the NIV, so if you did read along, it might be a little bit different, but, but nothing big. Allow me to start with the story, though, about one of the times in my life when I probably felt the emptiest, like I, when I really felt crummy about myself. I'd been a Christian for about three years, and I was, um, and I was at this Bible school, and, and, and while I was at this Bible school, I'm surrounded by these people who I think are like perfect. I look at them, I see the way they act, I see the way they behave, I see the things that they're doing, and I think, man, these people are so amazing, and here I am, like, like being me, and, 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 and it was tough. And, 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 and then on top of that, at this Bible school, there was somebody who was going around, and they were stealing from everybody. So whether it was in the middle of the night, whether it was during the classrooms, money just comes up missing. And it wasn't like $5 or $3. It was like $60 here, $140 here, 200 bucks here. And it just kept on happening. And it was, this was going on for about two months. And people were starting to get really mad. And then they start pointing fingers. And, and, and here's the deal. I was a new Christian. I grew up in the suburbs of Chicago. Most of these kids came from Christian families, you know, uh, and I'll, I'll be honest, they came from Christian families from, you know, the good old Midwest, you know, North Dakota and South Dakota and Minnesota, and, and, they, and they called people sir and ma'am, and they shook people's hand and looked them in the eye, and, and then there's me who just kind of walks around, you know, and, and, and who do you think they started pointing those fingers at? I mean, I mean, and I'll be, I'll be, I'll be honest, I'll be fair. I used to walk around, and most of you won't even know what this means, but I used to walk around like this. I would put one of my pants, I don't know, okay, I know it's silly, but I would put one pant leg up like this, and this is how I would just walk around. One pant leg up, anyone know why I did that? LL Cool J, LL cool J. right there. There was this guy, and he was this 
from New York, and he was, I can't even put it down now, and there's no way I'm preaching the rest of the way like this, but, uh, <laughs> but LL Cool J did it, and he was so cool, so I started doing it. I did it for years, man. <laughs> I did it for years, so here you have this kid, me, who's, who's from the suburbs of Chicago, can't even afford to be at this school, pastor pays for him, mom's been in prison, people know my story. I mean, the year before when they had campus days and I went there for campus days, I was on a seven-day suspension from school or a five-day suspension from school for getting into a really, really bad physical fight in the cooking class that, like, destroyed the kitchen, knocked desks over, black eyes, bleeding. It was bad. And, and, and when I went there, I actually had this, like, blood in my eye, uh, just hanging out there while I was waiting to heal. And, and so then I get there, and someone's stealing. And who do you think they think it was? And this crushed me. I mean, having them blame me, and they would try to be nice about it. Come on, Brand, just kind of admit that you're the one who's doing it. You know, is, is it you? And they weren't really asking. They were accusatory. They were blaming me. And it crushed me for this reason, because I was walking around still kind of feeling the weight of my past life, the weight of my sin, and I'm sitting here and I'm, and I, and I'm, and I'm at war in my own head for this reason, that I felt like this. Jesus has forgiven me of my sin. Yes. Jesus has forgiven me of my sin. Yes. But dude, you did a lot of bad stuff. I know, man. You still do a lot of bad stuff. I know. So how is it, and, and, and this whole war was going on inside of my head, like, like, am I who Jesus declares I am, or am I the, the, the piece of garbage that my, my, my head and my heart still tell me I am? You know what I mean? And, 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 and this guy, when I had become a believer, told me that Jesus took away all your sins. We're going to get to that story in a little bit. And I'm sitting here like, man, what he told me was Jesus took it away, but yet these people seem to remember that I'm still this bad person, a horrible person, and I still kind of feel away. So, you know, where am I? And there was this, this tornness. And I was hurt because the validate, the people were validating the battle that was going on inside of me. And here in this very first verse, of this passage that we're going to be looking through and going through, here's what it says. Paul, an apostle, not sent from man, nor by man, but Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead. Look at what Paul says. He says, my name is Paul. I am an apostle. I am not one who is called, or I am one who is called to preach and teach the body of Christ. My calling has never come from man. I have been called by Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead. Paul's intro and his greeting are very deliberate. He, he went throughout, throughout Galatia preaching and teaching the word. He went out preaching the very message that he opens with, a message that Jesus Christ was raised from the grave by, grave by God the Father. And while he was going throughout Galatia and he was preaching and teaching, he was starting these churches and, 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 and gathering believers, and they started to worship the, the risen Jesus Christ. 
But something happens. Paul goes on, and he, he starts this church, and he leaves. And then once he leaves, some other people come in, and they start changing the message. They start adding to what Jesus did. You need to believe in Jesus, and you, and, and you need to, to do some things. And, and we'll get to that in the weeks to come. And, and, and in that, do you know what else they started doing? They started doing this. Because Paul was declaring a message of by Jesus and Jesus alone, they needed to break down this argument. So the way they broke it down was they started to break down Paul. They started to bash the person who Paul was. They, started, they were bashing the person that he had become. And if you remember anything about Paul, Paul was someone who was out to kill Christians, right? So Paul opens this letter by reminding the people who he is in Jesus Christ. He opens this letter not in the strength of who he is or what he used to do or anything like that, but who he is in the risen Jesus Christ. And I want you to think about that. I, I wish that when I was in Bible school going through this struggle and that people would remember the, the, the things I had done wrong, I wish I would have remembered this doctrine. I wish I would remember, and I wish I would have said, you know, I am forgiven because of what Jesus Christ has done for me. The struggle I used to have was in my past life. My past sins are gone. They're buried with Jesus Christ when, when, when he went to the grave. Because that's what I need to be telling myself, because I was in that same place. See, Paul knows something about himself, and he states it in one sentence that most of America is looking for today. Paul knows where his identity rests, and his identity rests in Jesus Christ. I wrote something on my piece of paper in my chicken scratch handwriting, and I don't remember what it says, and I can't read it. I can't read it. It was important, though. <laughs> but you know what? Here's, here's the part about this. You know, we live in a world with people who are so busy trying to identify who they are that they're lost. Because when they identify with, with who they think they should be, Usually they're identified with what people around them would say. So, for example, when Paul says, you know, Paul, an apostle sent by God, you know, not from man. Listen to what he's saying. My calling in life, what matters in life is not determined by the people I live around, but the Jesus who died for me. And we don't know that. We live in a world that's lost its identity. I mean, if I think about this, when, 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 I, when I said, who do you think you are? Who are you? What were some of the first things that came to your mind? I mean, I'm a wife. I'm a mother. I'm a husband. I'm, a, I'm an airplane pilot. I mean, I, I'm a farmer. You know, we think of these things that, that we kind of identify with. It's, it's almost like airplane talk. You know, do you, do you guys get on airplanes? 
And then, and then you sit down and, and you just want to put, you know, you just want to put your, your eye covers on and your earphones in. And sometimes you just want to be left alone when you're on that plane. There's already a bunch of germs going around. You, don't you guys think about that too? At least I do. You know, because the air stuff, so you turn it off, and I, I lean against the window so people aren't breathing on me. I got issues. And, <laughs> and, and, and then they, they, they want to talk. And, and, and what's the first thing you say? You're just like, well, what do you do? You know, or who are you? And then you get these answers, and, 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 and you start to realize how far away from who Jesus Christ has sent us to be that we, that's how far away we are. And I know this person, and, and I hope I'm not stepping. I mean, I, I have a friend, and my friend struggles with same-sex sex attraction. Uh, my friend is a believer in Christ. My friend loves Jesus. This person rests in the forgiveness of Jesus. And I remember a number of times when we would meet, in, in, um, and we're going to call her Sarah, and Sarah would come into my office, and we would talk you know, about this stuff. And, and I remember the first time she approached me and said, I got to talk to you. I got to confess some sins. I got some stuff going on in my life. I, I'm really struggling. And I'm like, okay, yeah, come on in. You know, Tell me about yourself. And, and this is what she opened with. I'm Sarah, and, uh, and I struggle with, with, with homosexuality. And, and I was like, okay, tell me more. And, and we would talk, and, and we'd... Um, have these great conversations, and, and I remember just saying to her one time, like, why did you open with your number one, in her mind, your number one sin? Why did you open with that? And, then, and, and she, doesn't, she didn't even really get why. So we, we, we talked for a bit, and, and see, what Sarah was doing was so much like what, what, what the rest of this world does, or so much like like those who are struggling with guilt and sin and shame, they do. And that's this. They identify with their sin, and they don't identify with their Savior. We're so busy identifying with our failures and our shame and our sin, and we're not identifying with our Savior. And Paul, man, Paul blows my mind in this. I mean, of course he's Paul and he wrote who knows how many books of the Bible, but Paul was, was out for blood. I mean, Paul is, is, Paul's the person who we don't have compassion for anymore, okay? But he becomes this believer and he starts to write about what Jesus does in our lives and how he takes away our sins. And when he opens with this, look at it. Look at how he opens. He opens and says, Paul, an apostle, not sent for men, nor by man, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead. In the very beginning, he starts with that. And you know what? I'm, I'm going to be very honest. You know, like, this is what I love about it. When we identify with who we are, we should always be starting with Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. And, 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 and I know it by heart, but I'm going to read it. It's actually verse 26. Yeah, I said that. Then God said this. This is what he said. Listen to this, because if we don't get this, we don't get who we are. Let us make man in our image and in our likeness. 
So, so what you hear there is you hear God the Father, creator of this world, say, and who do you think he's talking to? I'm just going to tell you. He's, he's, he's in the presence of Jesus. And we see this in John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And, and, and nothing became in this existence without coming through Christ, it says in John 1.14. So God says, let us make them in our image. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over the livestock and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on this earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him male and female. And, and if we don't get this, if we don't get that we are created in the image of God, if we don't understand that he is our father, if we don't understand that he, is, he loves us more than anything else, if we don't get that, then we start to have identity issues. It's when we start to think, you know what? My name's Brandon, and I'm a cow farmer. I say that because I keep telling Clay I want two cows so I can be a cow farmer. But I do not identify with my occupation. I identify with who my Savior is. I do not identify with my sin issues. I identify, I identify with my Savior. And there's a reason for this. And, and, and it leads us to verse 3. And this is what Paul says. Listen, because this is important. If you don't get this, you're going to have so many issues. You're going to go to school mad. You're going to go to school and be ticked off because all your friends are doing these certain things and you're not and it's because you don't understand why they do what they do because it seems so enjoyable but really they're reaping the negative benefits from it and he's like man i just don't get this and and, and so listen and hear about your identity and it's the same thing for when you go to work if you if you don't get this you're going to go to work and you're going to be angry you're not going to understand life you're going to you're going to feel misled and and just misplaced. And in verse 3, this is what he says. Listen to this. Grace and peace to you from God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave him, verse 4, who gave himself for our sins to rescue us from this present evil age. So here's what you have. You have a guy named Paul who says, hey, my identity is in Jesus Christ and God the Father. And then he goes on and says, what's the first thing he wants the people of Galatia to know? Grace and peace to you. And how do we get that grace and peace? It comes from our Lord Jesus Christ who gave himself for our sins to rescue us from this present evil age. I want to bring you back to the story where, uh, where I met Jesus. or it's not I said that wrong. I didn't meet Jesus. Where Jesus met me. I was a sinner. I wasn't looking for him. But some guy I had never known walked up to me, and, he's, and I've shared part of this story with you, but I want you to hear it again because it's, it's part of my faith story, and, and I love it. But um, I, I went to this, 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 this music festival thing, and I went there, and I wasn't doing any music stuff because I'm not a big music person, and... and and I'm sitting there by this fire on a 90-something degree day, right? Smart, I know. And, 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 
this guy walks up to me and he has this St. Louis Cardinals hat on and I'm a Cubs fan. I was probably wearing a Cubs shirt and this guy walks up to me and says, hey, can we chit chat? And I'm like, what do you say? You know, the answer is no, but you're asking and I'm not going to say that. So yeah, let's hang out by the fire. Um, and, and he sits down and he starts small talking to me about sports. And he said, he didn't, all of a sudden, he's, this is what he says to me. I mean, I don't know how you even transitioned from this, but he goes, hey, can I ask you a question? I'm like, yeah. He goes, if you were to die today, would you go to heaven or hell? And I looked at him and I'm like, we were just talking about the Cubs, you know? And, and, I'm, like, and I'm like, every smart person in America, you know, I'm like, heaven. And he's like, well, why? And, and I lied at this moment. And I said, because I'm a good person. And, and, and it, it wasn't like a complete lie. I knew people who were worse than me, so compared to them, I was good, right? I had a list of things that I hadn't done wrong that my friends had. But in the second after I said that, like this guy just said to me, because I'm like, because I'm, I'm a good person. And he looks at me and says, your best is a dirty rag to God. And I remember just thinking, beat him down. Beat him down. And instead I said, what makes you so great? And this is what he said, nothing. It is not about me. It's about my Savior, Jesus, who died for my sins. And he went through and we talked about what it meant to be a sinner. And, 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 and I had already known I was a sinner. I was already struggling with you know, the, the guilt and shame in my life, even though I didn't go to a church, I didn't have a Christian family, I didn't have any of that stuff. Matter of fact, when this guy was telling me about Jesus, it was the very first time in my life I'd ever heard Jesus. And he told me that Jesus died to pay for my sins and pay for the sins of this world. And he told me I had a Father in, in heaven who loved me. And man, as he was telling me about this, I thought, man, I want that. And, and, and. and that's all I kept on saying to him is I want that. And do you know what it is that I wanted? I wanted the grace and I wanted the peace. Nobody walks around this earth after they just messed up and they know they messed up and they've hurt somebody. Nobody walks around there and be like, yeah, yeah I hurt that dude. We, we all feel the weight of our sin and our shame. And we all have those moments where we're like, man, I, I kind of wish I didn't do that. You know, I, I just caused pain to somebody I love. And Paul says, grace and peace to you. People around have, identif had a, have an identity problem because they don't realize that they've been created in the image of God. They do realize their unrest, but they do not realize who gives them rest. Grace and peace to you. Paul is writing to the Galatians because he is someone who is coming in, because somebody was coming in and, and they were teaching this false salvation. And, and here's what they were saying. Um, and Pastor Paul's going to cover this next week. I'm just going to get into it a teeny bit. But Paul was saying, it is by Jesus Christ alone. And then these people were coming and saying, no, 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 you need to be you need, to, you need to have Jesus, but you also need to be circumcised and you need to obey these laws and you need to do these things. And, and, and none of that is what Jesus Christ says. 
And we look at Paul's response, and it's because Paul knows who Jesus is, and he says, who gave himself for our sin to rescue us from this present evil age. Now, I want to start over. I'm not going to start the message over, but I want to start over, and I want to ask you a question. I asked you at the beginning of this, if you had 30 seconds to tell somebody who you are, what would you say? And now I have another question for you. Would you say it any differently this time? Would you? Because I think it should be something along the lines of, and this is just for me, I'm not saying this is for you, it would be like something like this. I'm Brandon. I feel like it's the opening for an AA meeting or, you know, or an overeaters meeting or something like that, you know. Um, but, you know, you'd be like, you know, I'm Brandon, and I'm forgiven by the blood of Jesus Christ for all of my sins. Unbelievably, Jesus Christ has paid for my sin of pride, lust, greed, envy, and all those things are gone because I have a Savior named Jesus. You know, now that might seem like an awkward uh, introduction when you meet somebody. But 2 Corinthians 5.17 tells us this, and this, this, this is the good news. Those who become Christians become new people. The old life is gone and a new one has begun. Man, I live that out daily. I mean, like daily do I claim my new life in Christ. Lord, thank you that I get a new day today because yesterday <laughs> stunk. <laughs> Lord, thank you for forgiving me of my sins because I need it today. You know, daily we get to absorb or bathe or, or rest, right? Rest, grace, and peace. We get to rest in the peace that we have in Jesus Christ. So as you go home today, if I was to give you a little homework assignment, which I won't, because I'm not going to actually look at it, but I would say, you know, go home and, and, and look at who your identity is. Where do you find your grace and your peace and your identity in, okay? So with that, let's close in prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for today. I thank you for the forgiveness you give me. Lord, I mess up. I make mistakes. The world would call me a hypocrite, but really, I'm just another person resting in the grace of Jesus. So Lord, remind me of that daily. Remind me of your goodness and your grace. Give me that good news every day. In your name we pray, amen.